Hello everyone, this is Attack the Backlog, the podcast where I, Marcus Nez, tries to make a dent in their backlog one game at a time. This episode is all about Yonder the Cloudcatcher Chronicles, a game at least somewhat inspired by Breath of the Wild, where you're thrown into an unknown world after shipwrecking on an island filled with copy and paste humans and seven different colors of foxes. You get your own farm, collect a plethora of resources, and wonder why you're doing any of the things you're doing the whole time you're playing. Yonder the Cloudcatcher Chronicles originally came out on July 18th, 2017 for PC and PlayStation 4, followed by a Switch release a year later, an Xbox One release a year after that, and a PlayStation 5 and series release two years after that. Are you keeping track? That's one almost every year, I don't know. I was excited about Yonder. I thought it was going to be a pleasant game where I could just relax and have a good time. It is a pleasant game, but it's also a boring one. It starts out promising, ripping its intro directly from Breath of the Wild, which came out four months prior, and you can't help but get excited at the possibilities when you first see the colorful world of Yonder in front of you. But this excitement doesn't last long. Too soon will you realize the world is void of most things, from charm and personality to actual things to do and discover. A tightening of the world map, a more unique approach to characters and creatures alike, and a bit of direction would have gone a long way in making Yonder a joy to play instead of the slog it is. Yonder's biggest weakness comes from its lack of personality. There are dozens and dozens of NPCs in the game, and I'd be hard-pressed to tell you a single defining feature about any of them. They all look the same, have no personality, and feature dialogue that doesn't even go in one ear and out the other, but bounces off your ears entirely. The most exciting thing that happened was when I met a few characters with colorful hair, but then they opened their mouths and I immediately fell asleep. Even worse, the animal life is sparse and lacks variety. There are 16 animals total in Yonder, and 7 of them are different variations of the fox. And by different, I mean there are 7 different colored foxes, each counting as a unique animal, even though there is literally nothing else different about them. You also have companions with you in the form of sprites, no 7-ups to be found, which you need in order to repel the merc. Not sprite or 7-up, not the drink. These, these sprite creatures you need to repel the merc though maybe seven upper sprite would work i don't know it's not in the game so i can't tell you i don't know for sure but they don't do much of anything short of popping up here and there with little to do or say the the sprite creatures not the drinks they they don't say anything ever this joke has been fucking just dead and buried long ago if you're thinking at least the farming and resource gathering is good be wrong! The farming requires very little effort on your part, and once you have a single farmhand, which you get by bribing with a shitload of fish, holy crap, you need to give them so much fish. You can give them other stuff too, but I was just giving them fish, and they just, they, they took like 50 fish. I don't know, it was ridiculous. You literally don't have to do a thing. No watering plants, harvesting crops, or attending to what few animals you have. Everything is done for you and, because of this, you won't feel that connected to your farm. You can harvest crops yourself for extra return if you want, but you don't have to, and the animals exist for no reason other than producing resources. You can't even pet the damn things. All you can do is feed them whatever food they like so they'll follow you around for a bit and that's it. A boy and his blob didn't get a lot of things right, but it at least knew that if you're going to have cute things in your game, you ought to give the player at least one cute thing to do with them. I'm not saying a dedicated hug button would have fixed all of Yonder's problems, 
but it would have been a start. The rest of the game fails for similar reasons. The world, while initially intriguing and inviting thanks to a pleasant color palette and cute art, quickly loses all its wonder thanks to nothing ever happening in it. For instance, when you remove the Merc from a dilapidated building, nothing happens. All you get from removing the Merc is a few extra resources and a diary reminding you of how bad the Merc is. I don't know why I find that so funny, but I do, as if you somehow forgot that the Merc is this terrible thing you need to get rid of. The ruins won't be rebuilt and no new inhabitants will join the land. Looking for something interesting to do? Too bad. The missions you're asked to do are all tedious and boring with a sprinkling of annoying things to little direction and no worthwhile rewards for taking the time to complete them. Yonder commits one of gaming's greatest sins. It doesn't respect your time. By creating a world with little to do, little within it, and barely any direction, it ends up wasting your time, time, and time again. As someone who values time more than anything these days, that's unacceptable. Because of this, I opted to give up on Yonder after the seventh hour. I just wasn't having fun. Yonder the Cloudcatcher Chronicles is a game you want to love. It's a game I wanted to love, but it doesn't live up to the potential it shows in its first hour and in the end, disappoints in every way. Now to ramble so I don't follow every way with any way, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Anyway! Once again, I am Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. If you'd like to see me streaming games like Yonder the Cloudcatcher Chronicles, you can do so over at twitch.tv slash PX Sausage. If you'd like to check out the videos I make, like the one for this year episode of Attack the Backlog, you can do that over at youtube.com slash pixelated sausage. Speaking of pixelated sausage, put a dot then a com after that. And you've got my website, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Sausage Podcast, both of which are available on podcast services across the globe. You can also check out my art on the site. And if you see something you like, if you do, maybe you will, maybe you won't. I don't know. But if you see something you like, you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash PXS and support us that way. As always, Thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day.